Hello, I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is Bard's Eye View. We're on Season 2, Episode 13, The Quest. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's correct. Well done. <laughs> You've correctly I, introduced the show. I kept forgetting which episode was which, and I kept calling this Destiny, so I'm just going to call the two-parter Questiny. The Questiny, that's where we are. So so we're we're on Questiny Part 2. Yeah. The Quest. <laughs> and this is this is the quest to reunite Xena with her body and also with Gabrielle. Yes, the quest to um, give Lucy Lullis another episode where she doesn't really have to be in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but which was necessary. We don't want an episode of Xena without Xena fighting. So if she can't be in Lucy Lawless's body, she's going to have to be in someone else's. Yes. So, Listen on to find out what well, you know because you've clearly watched Zena before. Yeah. Um, so at, at the end of at the end of last week, where were we? Were up we were up a mountain, and Gabrielle having dragged Zena on a sledge halfway across ancient New Greaseland, Zena basically said, "Oh, do you know, fuck it, I'd rather be dead." Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I just I just can't even. Um, I can't be bothered anymore. The tragic um, reenactment of my past in my in my subconscious has led to me giving up oh, on life. Yes, yes. Mal- Malila turning up with a, a pixelated lower half has mm. has made her change her mind. No, actually, it probably is worth living a little bit longer. Yeah. So, so this is this is uh, trying to get Xena uh, back into her body. Yeah, I mean, it's never fully explained why her being dead didn't really take. It doesn't no, matter. Well, it doesn't matter though. She's... That's the thing, guys. If you're watching this, oh, that's true. Oh, plot hole, <laughs> plot hole, ding. If you're like so the guy from Cinema Sins watching this, it doesn't matter, right? Just put it out of your head. Xena died, yeah. but not really. That's it. That's the that's only explanation the you're going to be given. Alrighty. I'm not. I'm here, Gabrielle. I'm not dead. At least not completely. That was it. That's the entirety of the explanation. Just accept it. Okay, let's move on. One one thing I would, I'm kind of curious about is so Xena is at the start of this. She's um, being taken back to Amphipolis by Gabrielle as previously arranged and mm-hmm. promised quite solemnly. Let's hold on to that thought. Um, but she's in a a beautifully carved coffin which has the breastplate pattern on the lid. There's a lot of work's gone into that. So. Did you? Did she just Either, happen to have it around? It's been a while, so there's there's been a bit of a, a gap between the end of last episode and the start of this one. Or Nicholas the Healer, if that was if that is your real name, had it lying around. Now we did previously, or I previously pointed out that the breastplate pattern was on Malila's t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I maybe it's Malila's has... coffin. Maybe they, yeah. maybe they dug her up and just tossed her bones out. Reuse. Reduce, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you take okay. if you take it from the Flamifesto, reduce, yes. refuse, retire. Yeah, that's our attitude Those to your, work. That's your that's your three step plan. <laughs> yeah. That's the escape plan. Reduce, <laughs> refuse, retire. <laughs> so anyway, like we've been here for like five yes. minutes and we've not actually discussed the episode at all yet. We've just been wittering on about the coffin. We have. Okay, because like you, so you're exactly like my wife. Who at the end, when Zena's dead body is revealed, she's like, "How long has it been?" 
Yeah. Wouldn't it have started to smell? And I'm like, no, you're well, missing the point completely. Spoilers for those of you who don't know about history and things having happened in the past, but um, <laughs> there's there's a little bit of the Anne Lister about this episode, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, Gabrielle <laughs> taking Xena back on a perilous cro- cross-country journey, taking so the corpse back. The home of her in the ancestors. home of her ancestors, you know, yeah, mm. she's got a big Anne Walker vibe, you know. So, so I'm sorry yeah. if you've only heard of this story via Gentleman Jack, but spoilers for actual history. Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is basically that story, except Anne Lister, as far as I'm aware, didn't get reunited with her body. Probably not. Yeah, not as far as I know. Anyway, so we 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 open the episode with, um, you know, a bit of the old pathetic fallacy. Thunder and lightning, very, very frightening. Gabrielle uh, rising, gasping from a nightmare. Gabrielle, Gabrielle, can you do the fandango? I bet she can. No, have have you not bitch. seen girls who just want to have fun? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing that I noted here is that Gabrielle has not washed her hair. Clearly, mm, she's, she's let her hair care go, um, which I, I think is a sure sign of um, soulmate presumed to death in just sadness. Yes. Which is a, an actual condition. Greasy hair caused <laughs> by sadness. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, we we're she's obviously she's lying next to the corpse and talking to it. That's not creepy. And uh, the next thing <laughs> that's we know that, that's another sign of deep sadness, isn't it? <laughs> and um the next thing we know, some random thugs arrive and they want the body because they're going to show it to various people and go, look, she's dead. And they'll be like, yes, here's some money for proving she is yes. dead. <laughs> um, well, everyone in, the, everyone in the known world appears to know that she's dead. So I don't yeah, know why having the body is going to do anything for these guys. But like, I don't know. But it does, does give Gabrielle a chance to say, after Zena said it a couple of episodes ago, uh, and they, they, they try and get the, the body. It's like, no, that's my wife. Yeah, pretty Which much. Which is clearly what she's actually saying, isn't it? Yeah, so the, the, uh, there's a line in here um, which is is 100% stolen by Game of Thrones many years later. Yeah. Um, he's like, he says, Does a, is a dead body worth getting beaten up for? And she says, you tell me, and then beats him up. <laughs> Which, <laughs> in Game of line. Thrones, um, the this is repeated, the Hound, in his, one, in his like best and most famous scene. Yeah. Uh, he goes into a tavern and he wants chicken, <laughs> and the guy and like he's getting into an altercation with someone about chicken, and the guy's like, "Is is are you really gonna um get killed over some chicken?" Um, and he and the hound goes, "Someone is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, same energy, yeah, same energy." Same energy. Anyway, energy. so we get a bit of fight, fight, fight. Gabrielle defending the coffin um, with her stick and some rage which is quite nice to see mm-hmm. yeah. and then who should pop up to help but I was going to say your friend and mine but he's neither really Eolus no it's just a dude Eolus yeah, it's yeah. Eolus um, he's not a pop up penguin that would have been better I would have preferred a that pop-up, would have been awesome. pop up penguin but no pop up penguin <laughs> by the way is my wife because she's a penguin who pops up she anyway. does she pops up from time to time she lurks and then she pops up yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he helps her out. I don't think he was really necessary, do you? I think she was doing fine without him. Yeah, I, d- I don't really. He didn't do a great deal, but fight, fight, fight. Um, and then he asked the dumbest question you can ask a woman with greasy hair. And a, a fucking a f- sarcophagus. And a coffin. <laughs> he said, 
He says, who died? It's like, uh... He didn't say who died. He said, where's Xena? Oh, okay. Fucking oh, That's right. I, I said that because of my notes. I just put, and he asked the dumbest question. <laughs> uh, in my head, I was thinking the dumbest question to ask would be, who died? Because sometimes Why you say so that sad, someone Gabs, who died? died? Yeah. No, he says, where's looking over her shoulder at a coffin with Xena's breastplate pattern on it. Where's Xena? Where's Xena, dumbass? Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So then he leaves after the credits roll. Uh, he leaves to break that's the him, news That's him done, isn't it? To, to go and tell Hercules. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go and tell Hercules Maybe, now. Maybe that was important in the next episode of Hercules because it turns out not to have mattered in this episode. No, it didn't. It didn't matter at all. Um, and I don't think Aeolus ever appears again in Xena. Uh, as himself, Michael Hurst does. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does yeah. appear again, but not playing Eolus, I don't think. So I think this is the last yeah. time that Eolus okay. ever is in her is ever is in Xena, um, because I think that uh, eventually, or more than eventually, like quite quickly, they realised that Xena was a lot better and more popular than Hercules, <laughs> so they didn't need to keep yeah. reminding you that it was a spin-off. <laughs> yeah, but I think. I think Xena and Gabrielle then turn up in Hercules to give it a bit of a boost. <laughs> that's later what you would on. need. Yeah. That's, that's really what you would want. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, rather than do the gentlemanly thing, which would be to help her and like escort her where she's going, he just mm. fucks off to tell his boyfriend. No, I need to go. Yeah, I need to, need to go and tell my boyfriend. Yeah. Anyway. About, what were you about the woman we both shagged. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say that the one purpose he does serve is... For Gabrielle to be sad at, and she she kind of says, oh, "I wish I'd told her." Um, I wish I'd how told much she her meant to me. I this, and I wish I told her. That, wish I told her that I loved her. And he says, "Gabrielle, you just told her." Yeah, because and then he fucks off. We need Eolus to remind her that when you think, when the living think of the dead, the dead can hear their thoughts. Yes, that old horrifyingly, <laughs> horrifyingly, <laughs> the dead can hear the our thoughts. Most horrifying thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, luckily we're. Now that we've Eolus is gone and she doesn't have him to be sad at, we need a new character mm. for her to be sad at. So some new characters yes. appear. Um, well, some some old and some old and some new. It's yeah. the abseiling Amazon, whizzing out of the trees, repelling out of the trees. You think that Gabrielle uh, would know she was in their territory because, like, her being the pr- Amazon princess and all that. You'd think. Well, maybe they've they've come. I think they've come to find her because they've heard that Zena's dead, and and they want her to go back and. Well, some of them want her to go back and be queen. Um, yeah, and there's some nonsense about them wanting to give Zena an Amazon funeral because she was a true Amazon. She wasn't though. Okay, she wasn't though. Yeah, she was by definition not. She really, really didn't like being called an Amazon and never claimed yeah. that identity at all. And the one who's saying she's a true Amazon is the one who later says that Gabrielle is not a true Amazon because she doesn't have the birthright. Well, neither did Zena, so... It's all a bit... Again, no, the don't thing is, though, Velasca question will... it too closely. Yeah, this is Velasca, though. This is the baddie for this episode, guys. Velasca, she's a good baddie. And um, yes. she is a politician, let's see. And she will... She... She turns she on is... a dime. She has no principles or viewpoints other than I want power. She is the leader of the Amazon First Party. <laughs> yes, she's she's <laughs> for, for for British listeners. Um, she's basically she's a gamazon. <laughs> <She's> a... <laughs> it is uh, excellent peak peak gammon vibes. 
from our girl <laughs> Velasca. Um, ter- turns out that uh, Melosa, who we remember from uh, our previous encounters with the Amazons, is dead, mm. killed in combat by Velasca. And Velasca's in fair combat. Fair you always combat, miss that part yeah. out. Fair combat. Yeah. Um, which is awkward because Velasca is Malosa's adopted daughter, so there's some stuff there. We don't have time to she unpack had all some this. Mummy issues. M- big mummy issues. She's got issues, Velasca. Yeah. She's a fucking. She's a. She's not a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I tell you what, I'm though, this scene that. is really good. I think um, this scene is is really well performed by everyone involved because you can tell yeah. that Gabrielle, in all of her greasy haired grief. Um, yeah. has plonked herself directly in the middle of a political power struggle, uh, which has to remain largely unspoken mm-hmm. in that scene, but which yes. Ephany reveals to you entirely through eye acting. Yeah, you know? it's all right, isn't it? So I yeah, think it's, it's a, pretty, well a pretty well pretty well done scene, so it's kind of sets up the, the main conflict yeah. for the rest of the episode. Also... Um, with one particular reading of it, which obviously is the reading I take, Ephany basically makes a bit of a pass at Gabrielle. Come says, home with me. Come home with me. Come mm-hmm. home with me. Yeah, um, I've read that anything... fanfic. <laughs> 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 I mean, Gabrielle kind of has a lot on at the moment, so she's not. She's not. It's time to move on. Overly no, keen on. about getting embroiled in all of this. You got to let Zena go sometime, and look, there's a whole Amazon village full of women who would totally be into it. That's true. Uh, anyway, this has been a bard's eye view, and, that, yep. and this, is where, gonna, this is where it ends. Yeah, yeah. we're now going to finish the show because our head cannon is seen so. as dead, alas. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, then we skip to uh, the man of the hour, the ah, man, yes. the myth, the legend. This this really is your friend of mine. Yes, Autolycus, the king of the strip. Strokes moustache. Stroke of moustache. Yeah. So he's in the middle of stealing a a, a dagger with yep. various little tools and tricks. Yeah, he um, has he has a grappling hook. Well, it, when does he not have a grappling hook? Yeah. And he has a rolled up piece of like art paper <laughs> that ser- that serves as a false back to a cupboard yep. for him to hide behind. Mm. But but that's basically that's planting a seed, isn't it? That's planting something for later on. Yeah. Um, and he's also got a. A poking thing which goes out at a ninety degree angle. Yeah, he's got like an an articulated lock pick that he can. An articulated use from... poking thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all you have to do to get rid of the to get rid of the ancient Greek padlock is just sort of poke it a little bit. You don't need to do poke much. Poke it with an articulated poking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's clear. It's clearly meant to be a sort of remote control lock pick, but it, it, he literally does just knock the padlock with with it, and it falls open, yeah. which is nice. It must be, um, I don't know, chip activated or something. Yeah, the whole scene, the whole sequence actually, it had this sort of uh, feel of stop motion animation almost. It was weird. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did you right? I don't think it was, but it had it had that jerky kind of yeah, yeah. Um, one one nice little line of his is. Ah, another day, another defilement. Yeah. <laughs> Quite light. That's what um, we say after sex. No, that's a joke. <laughs> when when she says we, she doesn't mean me and her. Oh, God, oh fuck no, Jesus me and her. Christ. I can do better. <laughs> By the guards. I can do better, trust me, Lance, and I have. 
you've done well. So <laughs> I've done touched well. above my rather significant weight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Autolycus's defilement of this dagger that he's stealing um, is that oh, it's the dagger of Helios, by the way. Yeah, we, that we doesn't that. matter. Dagger of Helios. No, not really. Um, but it, but it, it's a, it's a, it's a it's, thing with mystic whatnot. A dagger it's of a, a special shape. The point is yes. that the dagger is a very distinctive shape. That's yes. why it matters that it's this dagger and yeah. not any other dagger. Um, now, at various points yes. in this episode, Autolycus gets taken over by Xena's spirit or whatever. And we know yes. that it's that we know that because they got their audio editing software out, like 1990s Audacity, yeah. and stuck a layer of Lucy going <laughs> over the scene, the scene the soundtrack. <laughs> um and then they just ran it backwards for when she was leaving the body. Right? Yes. That's that's how it works. Okay. So you know when it's Xena in Autolicus's body because you'll have heard her be <laughs> and then as she was leaving it would go. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's up and down, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, Xena takes over Autolycus' body for the first time here in order to um, break a statue and draw his attention to a map thing that she somehow yes. knows all about. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. Because reasons. For reasons, it doesn't but matter. But there's a map there. Bruce Bruce Campbell has a ball with this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He the is whole, enjoying having this up extensively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you would imagine, I mean, like, the greatest B-movie actor of all time having a yeah, great goes, time doing something ridiculous. Full, B, full B-movie. full Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's getting, like, he's And he's acting. good, actually. For the, yeah. there, there are scenes where he's he's trying, he, Autolycus is trying to have a, a strong drink and Xena's not having it. Yeah. So there's lots of business with spilling drink and he, he does it so, so well, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my yeah. favorite part is when he says he needs to go the like he needs to go to the little boys' room, you know. <laughs> he needs to. He's like nature's calling. What are you going to do about that? And then she, Zena, sort of drags him along by his little boy <laughs> off screen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exit Autolycus crotch first. <laughs> yeah, that's my, I think that's my favorite bit. So, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that, that's that's the setup. Yeah, Zena setup. wanted him to steal this distinctive dagger. She's taken over some of his, some if not all of his bodily functions. Yeah, um, and is 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 taking him off to to get all that sorted out. So we go back to the yeah, Amazon she wants him village. to go and steal her body. Yeah, that's the setup. Yeah, right. Because okay, uh, that's the setup. Because if the if um the Amazons get their way and they burn the body, obviously she's got nowhere to go. She can't go mm. in and inhabit the ashes. Or can she? Isn't, I, isn't that sort of how the series ends in five seasons' time? Or four seasons' time? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. I've anyway, never seen back, it. I've never seen it. To... This is word of mouth. I don't know how it ends. So anyway, <laughs> back to the Amazons. We, we, back to the Amazon village. And this is this is where we get the whole the whole um, Gamazon speech. It's, it's basically she wants to... Velasco wants to... Uh, go back to the olden days before they mingled with centaurs, and and Ephany's obviously a bit uppity about this because because she's been there and done centaur. that. She's more than yeah. mingled with centaurs. I mean, don't think about it, whatever you do, lads. <laughs> yeah, don't you just think thought about, about it, didn't it. you? Don't think you just about think, it. Yeah, I did just about think it? about it. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I did just think about it. Obviously. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, Ephany po- points out that. 
this land grab that Velasco wants to carry out to reclaim their land to the other side of the river um, will lead to war. Mm-hmm. And it and it obviously it puts her and her and her son in kind of an awkward situation. Yeah. So Ethne wants Gabrielle to take the mask of queendom. Um, and Gabrielle at this point is kind of saying, "I did say I'd take Zena back to Amphipolis. Yeah, yeah that was quite a, that was quite a solemn promise, and I, I'm definitely going to do that." Yeah, it sort of ties back to the Hooves and Harlots episode where Gabrielle really did not understand the implications of the role that she had taken on. Yes. And she still doesn't appear to, you know, because it's like, mm. you know, you're the princess, you, you're the you're the rightful queen, but, uh, oh, mm. but uh, I might just, uh, I might just abdicate, though, I might not be bothered. I might just abdicate and leave you <laughs> in the shit with this obviously psycho leader that is going to end up getting you into some pointless war. She's going to build a wall between her and the centaurs and she's going to make the centaurs pay build for it. Build <laughs> um, I've no, I've no, I've made a note here that Ethany makes another pass at Gabrielle. I can't remember what it was, but that's it's basically stay here with us and let Zena go. Uh, okay, you know that's that's a that's not a great pickup line. Yeah, and then this is when <laughs> Velasca appears to do, give her pitch to Gabrielle, which is you know listen, you can you're not up to this job anyway. Yeah, and just give me the mask. Just give me, give me the, mask. the give me the mask. Just give me the mask. So this is setting up obviously. It's my schism. destiny. Give me the mask. Yeah. So there's a schism obviously in the Amazon mm. nation, right? Because it's Gabrielle asks Ephany, is she a good leader? And Ephany says, some people think so. So clearly, some people mm. don't, right? And we see this schism happen a bit later. Yeah. So it's a good setup for that. Um, and Gabs is like thinking about it, thinking, thinking, thinking. Meanwhile, Autolycus. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Autolycus he kind of freaks out a bit. This is this is where he he's going for the strong drink because he's I'm I'm mad, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm quite quite mad. He is quite quite bad, but like yeah. So like she's like steal my water from the Amazons, right? So he goes to the Amazons. He dresses mm. up as an Amazon. I think basically in Gabrielle's early season yes. or late season two outfit, and you see him mostly from the from the chest up. For yeah. most of this sequence, and you can, and he's but, got a mask on, so you can sort of see, right? Okay, it's just a tall. Yeah, he could pass. He could pass for an Amazon, but then a bit later, you see him. Yeah, like, you get a long shot. You see a long <laughs> shot, and he has got belly. the hairiest stomach that I've ever seen. <laughs> outside of like a fucking Sasquatch like documentary, <laughs> you know. I, I don't think he's extraordinarily hairy he's for a man but hairy. for an amazon he's quite hairy. oh he's pretty hairy you know i i think i i don't obviously i don't know what male grooming fashion is these days but i'm pretty sure mm. that like men don't like keep that amount of body hair anymore <laughs> eh, i don't know. I know let's find out uh if any of you regularly see a man um half naked can you let us know, please, the level of fuzziness that you're dealing with? Or indeed, if any if any of you are half-naked men. Yeah, or that. Please tell us uh, if you would keep the amount of fuzzy body hair that Bruce Campbell has got is rocking in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so, meanwhile, while he's trying to sneak into a place to get the body or whatever... Um, the, the funeral... You know how the Amazon funeral rites, they last for ages and they start with a big dance... Yeah, drum, drums, drums and, and dancing, scantily clad dancing. So this is like the dancing, the drums. Gabrielle has mm-hmm. said to Ephany that she's going to 
Um, she's like, right, okay, we can burn Xena, I'll take her ashes back, and I'll be the queen. That's fine, I'll do it. Because she's looking for somewhere to belong now that Xena's gone. Yeah. You know? So she said she's going to be the queen, and um, now it's the queening ceremony. The queening. The queening queening of Gabrielle. The queening of Gabrielle. So it's the ceremony, right? It's all going to happen. But... um, Velasquez is expecting Gabrielle to hand her the Queen's mask, you know, to abdicate. Because of all the, because of the scene we mentioned before. Give us the mask. Just give me the mask. Give yeah, the mask. just give it to me. Give me the mask. It's mine. Give it to me. I deserve it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so she's fully expecting Gabrielle just to give in to this shit. And then when she doesn't, she gets all pissed off. She does. <laughs> that take it. But it's oh. but I want it. It's like fucking Veruca Salt level shit. Exactly that. <laughs> daddy, bring me a mask. <laughs> but daddy, daddy. Um. So, <laughs> no dad. There's no daddies mentioned in this. Well, there's no there's the no mummy because she because she she offered her own uh, her own mummy her own mother figure. Yeah. Yes. Maybe did she think it said it actually it said that like her birth mother was killed in the war with the centaurs. I wouldn't be surprised if Velasco offed her. Yes. You know, she saw a chance yes. to get adopted by the queen. It was like, I'm taking this. <laughs> um, yeah, so she chucks anyway, out so a the... knife at the mask, gets it out yeah. of Gabrielle's hands and has it land in the thing. And then she goes on this extraordinary speech about um, rigged elections and like war uh. fraud and Voting machines hanging, and hanging chads. Yeah, and and how she had the most votes of any sitting queen ever. Um, she had terrific votes. Terrific votes. votes huge, the best. huge, huge votes. <laughs> More votes than you can even imagine. <laughs> um, so, like, and everyone's just standing looking at her, going, "Like Velasquez, we don't know what you're talking about. You're it's only you're being used in somebody's <laughs> semi-topical joke." Anyway, Ga- Gabrielle Gabrielle displays the wisdom of Solomon yes, at this she point. Does. So she she pulls the dagger out of the mask and she hands them both. She holds them both out the mask and the dagger, holds them out to Velasca. There you go. You want it? You got it. Yeah. And Velasca goes for the knife first. She chooses violence. Yes. <laughs> over responsibility, I guess. Yep. And then she goes to the mask and Gabrielle's like, ah, 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 bait and switch. No, nope. You've 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 picked. You've picked your prize from the brand tub. <laughs> only the one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is that's quite a smart move. Yeah, that's quite a smart move. I think. Yeah, that was good. So yeah. Velasquez all pissed off and like leaves. Yeah, she, she makes takes like a, ball a tree. And takes a ball and goes home. Yeah, but you know yeah. that won't be the end of it. Obviously, there's a, there's no there's a there's, there's a cute twenty minutes here. in the episode Gab- to go. Yeah, Gab- Gabriel goes. Goes into the hut where Zena's body is, and it's just this nice little moment where she kind of laughs and says, "Well, Zena, they they made me queen." <laughs> so she's just having this little oh god moment with her dead wife. Yeah, with her dead wife. <laughs> she was like, "I finally outrank you," you know. But there's this kind of little slight letting go moment. She's like, oh, they made me queen. I guess I live here now, and um, I'll. We'll be together again, and yeah, I'll see you in the Elysian <sighs> Fields. I'm like, you've got a lot of faith in the ancient Greeks, justice, uh, yeah, <laughs> not justice system, but like you know, uh, yeah, cosmic justice, which doesn't seem to mm. like work that well. Anyway, 
Um, so Autolycus is going to steal the body, right? He's got this plan. Yes. He's got a parchment yes. to make a false bottom because that's totally going to work again. As as established earlier. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> a roll of a roll of crumpled paper placed over a body in a coffin will convince anyone that the coffin is empty. <laughs> I realise that people can't... Plan. I realise that that big long gap that we just had, that people can't see me struggling for words <laughs> with how stupid that, 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 that is. That is the plan, isn't it? It is his plan, and it doesn't it's work, so obviously. Stupid. But no. uh, it is. It, You'd look in the coffin and go, oh, look, someone's put a piece of paper over the yeah, body. Yeah, there's a piece of paper over the body. You'd look in the coffin and go, why is this only two inches deep? Because the coffin was full. <laughs> you know, it's not like there's a big extra spot. Like, Autolycus, it's fucking rank rotten, this plan. It's absolute it's dog neat. shit, which is, it's a good thing that we don't have to put it in to, into practice because you immediately get caught. Yes, thankfully. Um... And then he gets thrown in jail because Gabrielle doesn't believe his protestations that Xena's inside him. Yeah. You know? Because, um, like, well, why would you? Why well, would you? you wouldn't, because he, he's, a, he's a shifty beggar at the best of times. Yeah, he's a bit, um, you know. He's a meanwhile, Xena's Amazon funeral progresses apace. Uh-huh. Um, so she's on the, the body, the coffin is on the pyre, on the funeral pyre. Um, and there's some unnecessary rigmarole with flaming arrows and stuff just for extra extra colour, I guess. It's, extra for, it's so that we get a proper end of Act 2 cliffhanger. Oh, right, okay. This is an ad break. That makes sense. This is an ad break cliffhanger, you know, this, oh, the, the fire uh, has started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are we going to solve yeah. this? Well, Xena's going to take control completely and just start backflipping and throwing chakrams and whistling for Argo, all using Atolicus's body. Yes. Uh, and this convinces, this this is what convinces Gabrielle that it's yeah. actually Xena in the body. Because <laughs> uh, she recognise, she'd recognise Xena's fighting style anywhere. And also, Autolycus can't throw and catch the chakra. Yeah, so, that's that's true. That's true. So, Autolycus is backflipping on top of the coffin, which I worry about a little bit, because these things can go wrong. Well, it's got it's um, quite it's quite sturdy at least. It's got a metal top and all that. It's like an American coffin, you know. You know how American coffins they're basically coffin. like fucking torpedoes casings. Oh, they're like cars, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> it's like the British coffin is just like this little wooden box. <laughs> a bit um, of sword. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're getting cremated, man. You just expect it'll be cardboard, and practically is cardboard. You know. Well, you might. Yeah, you might even select a cardboard coffin. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yes. American coffins, the ones they bury anyway, they're like fucking, it's like a, it's like a 2004 sedan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're right, he's he's probably safe enough doing his little flips and turns and tap dancing yeah. on the coffee. coffin. It's all fine, the false bottom um, wasn't installed, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they all ride off and Gabrielle doesn't have time to explain herself to Ephany before she fucks <laughs> off with the coffin, jumps on the coffin and rides off. Do you think this is the first time she's ridden on Xena? <laughs> no, but it is the first time she's ridden on a stiff. <laughs> no, it's not. She was married. Yeah, oh, but read the fanfics. He couldn't get it up. Oh, or he yeah, was that's puffed right. out drunk or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre- preserving Gabrielle's precious virginity for, for Xena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> because purity matters. Yeah, quite a lot purity. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they, they, they pull up in a in a clearing and there's this nice moment where Gabrielle's looking for Zena, like she's trying to look down sorry, his throat. Go, where is she? she? Where is she? Is she hiding in, in Autolicus, down Autolicus's top, you know? Um, yeah, but she's before that fr- we frisking him. Before that we have the actual Amazon Nation schism. You know? Oh, okay. Velasca wants Gabrielle's but got Gabrielle killed <gasps> yes. for leaving the ceremony. Um, because any excuse, any excuse, right? Yeah. She just pounces yeah. on it. She is a politician. She pounces on the thing that's going to give her the advantage in the moment, right? Um, yeah. you know, and like earlier on, she cast doubt on whether Gabrielle was even, uh, was even born in in the United States. You know, <laughs> have we seen her long form birth certificate? She did I'm do sure a bit. She did some. She did some birtherism. Yeah, she was like, "Who's to say she yeah. hasn't got the right of caste? How can we prove it?" And Effie's like, "Well, I was there." And then she was like, "Oh yeah, but you slept with the enemy, you slut." Yeah, you 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 would say that. <laughs> you're not a real. Yeah. You're not even a real Amazon anymore. We can't trust your. You know, so. It's, she really it's, hates Effie, man. It is de- a de- depressingly familiar setup, actually, isn't yeah, it? The it whole is. thing, yeah, the Gamazon thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's why she's a good villain because she's extremely believable. Like because she's not just yeah. a comedy, like not comedy. She's not like a a fucking. Um, yeah, she's not just evil. She's yeah. I don't mean comedy. She's I mean human. Like a, a comic that comic book villain. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a definitely a very realistic villain that we you mm. could imagine existing in real life uh, because we've yeah. seen ones exactly like her. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Effany gets a, f- a not very many. You know, it was like Velasquez. Like I it's claim Solar- the throne. I think it's Solarium one other, isn't it? It's like two or three, two or three of them. Solarium yeah. is the big one that um yeah, yeah that we remember. But um yeah, she mostly the the Amazons mostly side with Velasca, and Effany uh, gets to take her a uh, little loyal band. So we've got a wee schism. There. They're very very biddable. These Amazons aren't they? Yeah, it's almost like following an absolute power. Um, it's not very good uh-huh. for critical thinking. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to reveal something at the end of the episode about <laughs> parallels. So Are see you? if you can spot it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the clue, yes. right? So this is this scene. And no this one who's ever scene. seen Xena, no one listening to this podcast doesn't know the scene that we're talking about. Yes. Um, this is the scene where all the straight people were like, oh, is this gay? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I Um, I think they were still, I think they were still saying. I know there are still some who are like, no, it's not gay. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is, um, the gayest scene so far in the entire series. By a long way. By a long way. By a long, by a long old way. Uh, and they use their, you know, they use their their trickery to get around, um, to get around showing and not showing what they couldn't, they couldn't couldn't yes. show. You know what I mean? They so, they take it right up to the wire. That's get they very do pre- close. They do, yeah. do it pretty well within, within a, a micrometer or two there. Yeah. So so the scene is Gabrielle's been frisking Autolus to say, "Where is Zena?" And then Zena inhabits his body and says. Gabrielle, it's me. Because, <laughs> as we know, to to play Zena, if you're not Lucy Lawless, you just do quite a monotonous sort of voice. You just go monotone, yeah. Yes, but luckily, Gabrielle, we don't have to me. 
sit through Bruce Campbell's interpretation of this scene because by closing her eyes, Gabrielle gets to enter um, <laughs> some sort, sort of, of dreamscape like, or something, isn't it? Yeah, some sort of dream state where she and Zena get to be face yeah. to face. Yeah. Um, and get you know, and she gets to like confront her for being dead. And I, this is a, this is one thing that goes through the episode as a as a sort of running theme about how Zena mm. left her. And I'm like, she genuinely yeah. didn't actually. Have she actually much had a, of a fucking choice. massive log slammed into she her. She fucking died. That's not actually the same thing. <laughs> it's as a stage of grief, though, isn't it? Anger's a proper proper stage of grief. Um. So. So the good news is, so Gabrielle says, oh, you're not dead. And Zena's like, well, only a bit. I'm a bit not, dead. Not properly. Half I'm a bit dead. dead but but you can get here's the good news. Though. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, and then she says, you know, Gabrielle, I'll, I'll, I'll always be here. Yeah. And then we get the music. Oh, the, the swelling of strings. It's symphonic. It's, oh, it's, it's so emotiony yeah and uh you you know emotiony that's the thing it's emotiony it's emotiony as all get out yeah and they go in for the they go in for the kiss and as you say they're um, scant millimeters apart before we cut back to autolycus kissing gabrielle kissing kissing gabrielle And yeah. he and then sort of opening one eye and going, <clears throat> and going, how did we get here? You know, <laughs> and there are those that there are those that will say to you, there are people; these people exist. Yes. I've seen them on the internet, who will yes. say, "Ah, it was Autolycus who kissed Gabrielle." Yes, and like, no, it fucking wasn't. I'm sorry. Get some learn to learn to see. Like, <laughs> I know an optician you can go to. Like, the the world is not made in your image. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this little this little bit's for us actually yes this, this is for us fuck you is, is ours yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the same and the same thing in reverse about gabrielle's next line which and, and otolka says well i i trust you to sorted everything out because yeah. he's he's still kind of oh my god are they lesbians <laughs> um, and she says otolicus get your hand off my butt yeah and i remember lots of discourse and conversation and speculation about who had put that hand there and I thought it wasn't Autolycus that, that was that was Xena yeah of course but he didn't take it away well no I mean we never saw him we saw him for the whole time he, he didn't move yeah you know so yeah <laughs> so my question to you friend Wonko is how many times did you rewind this time well I, not at all <laughs> Not at all, really. No, I was watching this for a purpose. This was a serious purpose. Oh, yeah. I had to make my notes. Although for this I scene, I've just I, written, I, now it's the scene, initial capitals, which obviously I don't uh, need notes on. No, I did because I rewound once. I did watch how, it twice. How many times did you watch this scene in total in your life? Um, oh, uncounted many, millions. Many, many. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many times <laughs> I could say. A lot. Yeah, good, good, good scene. Yeah. Jesus. Good scene. And now we get to the the bit well, that that you know, in one sense that was the main business, but now we get to the literally to the pointy end. Um <laughs> what I think we've what I think we've forgotten to say, what I think we skipped over, this business about the the dagger being a very particular shape. We've not skipped over it because we've not seen it yet. 
Well, we have we have skipped over the fact that we're in search of Ambrosia. Oh yeah, right. We're to looking for Zena's spirit with her body, and I have to say, Ambrosia's if I'd known Devon custard, Devon if knows I'd known so that, um, well, I won't bother with that joke because you've talked over it now. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you. tell us. I want to know the joke. <laughs> no, because it's lame now. <laughs> so it's just like your jokes normally. Lol. <laughs> 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 well, I have to say, if I'd known at the time that Ambrosia was all it took to reunite Xena with her body, I'd have I'd have eaten more rice pudding. See, it's gone. It's You're gone. Right, gone. It was shit. You're right. It was terrible in the first place. <laughs> Cut all that. Cut all that shit. <laughs> Don't worry, I will. And then I didn't. Wow. Wow. So. <laughs> So here we are. It's another of those spiky rooms, like the, the ones you used to design for kicks. Yeah. Spiky room with some hanging vine ropes yeah. out of nowhere um, and think, a, suspicious, a... a suspicious hole that we've got to shove something in. <laughs> Look, that rock in the ceiling, that, that, hot, that, that gap, it's, oh, it's the same shape as the Distinctively shaped dagger that Zena yeah. made me steal. Mm-hmm. That Zena so, we... put it in my mind to steal. But the other the other headline here is that Zena's getting weaker. Yes. Right? Her control of Autolycus is becoming weaker, right? Because this is important. <laughs> because just as they're yeah. about to go up to get the thing, Velasca yeah. appears. And Zena oh, no. <clears throat> tries to use Autolycus to fight her, but she's too weak and ends up getting herself kicked right out of Autolycus's body. Yeah, she for, she forgot to recharge. Yep. She's she, not plugged well, she, herself she, in. She plugged the charger in, but she forgot to switch it on at the wall or yep, something. So pretty much. She's, yep. she's out of juice. Out of juice for the moment. Yep. So we're yeah. we're Xena, Xena-less for the next little bit. Um, and the next scene we have is Velasca kissing Autolycus and then punching him directly in the face. Yeah, but basically, she turns up with her squad and, and makes Autolycus her gimp. So we we see he's <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's chained up. He's got this big dog collar on, and turns out Velasca is quite into pain. Yeah, um, as as meted out to other people. Yep. Now this actress, um, is it Melinda Clark? Is it Melinda Clark? Clark. Yeah. 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 Uh, she is. Um, she played a, a reasonably popular supporting character in CSI which as we've discussed before uh, is how my wife and I met and she played a character called Lady Heather in that show who was a dominatrix so (laughs) (laughs) get typecast get typecast (laughs) (laughs) so she yeah she she gives Autolycus Quite quite a good beating and, and finds the dagger, realizes it's the key, yeah, and and goes off to goes off to use it, yeah. And another another nice Bruce Campbell line here. <laughs> did you did you clock it? Yeah, I, I paid for his... an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is monologuing Which... a bit about what a sick kinky bitch she is and how much she likes pain and all that. You know, yeah, she's doing yeah. a bit of a. A monologue bit, but then the following scene, Autolycus back in the back in the lockup with the Amazons. Effie and her mates have been captured mm. off screen. That was obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But this is, I really like this scene for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> Autolycus needing to find himself a lockpick and realising that the <sighs> only thing that will do is the little piece of metal that is for some reason keeping Solari's bra cups together. Yeah, in, <laughs> in this prison full of Amazons with elaborate hairstyles and masks and headpieces, the, the only hair grip-like thing to be found is a bra clasp. Yep. But <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. He's like, it you put fun. one hand there and she sort of like gives him a look as if to say, I know what the fuck you're up to, pal. <laughs> but I'll humour you for now. And she ends up standing yes. there holding her boobs like, what? Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't have a prurient interest. Friends, if only we had a video stream on this podcast, because I was just treated to a reenactment of that moment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, no one wants to see this. <laughs> there's, I have to say, there's, there's quite a lot in this episode, there's quite a lot of defeatism from, from everyone. Team 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 Gabrielle, because um, Autolycus is like, Oh no, she's got the dagger now. Oh, we're we're done for. And and yeah. Ephany was like, oh well, we're you know that's that that's that then. That's that then. She's going to become a god, which you'll remember from a previous episode that involved Ambrosia's Devon custard. Devon knows how they make it so creamy. If you eat it, you become <laughs> a god. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yes, uh, Velasquez off to become a god. But Gabrielle's not so sure, right? Because like, she thinks that she can sort this problem out. All they need to do is just go and yeah. think positively and um, mm. get the really thick prison guards knocked out by falling for yes. the oldest line in the book. Come over here, I want to show you something. And what is it, something? A do- or door being shoved Slam into your in face. Your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then they immediately like fight them off single-handed you know gabrielle doesn't even bother to fight because she clicks the other guys can cope with it on her own yeah um, she said sends off an effany off to go and um find xena's body and send it downstream yeah well they did that in the first place they were like had to they, they sent it downstream after the kiss oh, okay. the kissing part so she yes so she gets effany to go and retrieve go retrieve the body, the body. We, we floated it downstream from, i'm loving how from she the thinks Amazon the <laughs> She thinks the fucking sarcophagus, which is covered in metal and stuff, is going to float. But no, I'm sorry. You could sink it. Like, she's not rebreathing or anything. That would be a good idea. Sink it. Um, It would, actually. The important thing is that during the beating that Autolycus just took, he broke his arm. So when they do catch up with Alaska, which is almost as immediately, almost as soon as she actually arrives at the place herself. So, look, she didn't have a great head start. Or they were just Mm. a bit faster. Um. You know, Autolycus can't climb up to get her because he's. Yeah, th- this is one of his defeatist moments. Got a broken oh arm. no, she's like, oh, my arm's broken, I can't climb. Mm. Uh, like, Gabrielle can climb, dummy. And luckily, <laughs> Xena's charger's phone. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> she's fully charged. Yeah. And uh, and now Xena is inside Gabrielle. No. Not, not for the first yeah, time. Yeah, this is what I have written down. <laughs> to go with my joke from before, do we think this is the first time Zena's been inside Gabrielle? <laughs> um, anyway, fight, fight, fight. Fight on ropes. Yeah, I've, I've written, so, so there's this, yeah, this rope fight. So they're climbing ropes and overtaking and cutting ropes and things. Um, so I've written Biff Biff Yarg, because that's basically how the fight goes. Yeah. And then, and then I've written Shades of the Ladder Fight. I think this is kind of the equivalent Oh, yeah, a little bit. The ladder fight. Mm. There's lots of toing and froing and 
again they're, they're quite equally matched well, yeah of course because yeah it's like uh, with the ladder fight is Zena and you know the, the dark the evil Zena you know like Callisto being the dark oh, yeah. mirror of Zena and sort yeah. of Alaska kind of being that for Gabrielle you know the evil Amazon yeah. queen versus yeah. the good and pure Amazon queen oh, it's the wrong Amazon queen well Gromit spotted. and she's gone wrong <laughs> <laughs> well spotted there my learned yeah, colleague, my elderly oh, retainer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> However, Velasca does get to the top first, and she yeah. puts the dagger in the in the fake polystyrene rock, yeah. which rotates due to uh, you know as a result of mechanisms which we're not given to fully understand. Yeah. Um, and basically, this is an ambrosia dispenser. It's an ambrosia vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> And and out the the ambrosia drops, and this this was the cause of much hilarity back in the day when it first first uh, <laughs> occurred. Because it's it's a big bit of jelly, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite it's been in quite a fancy mold. Yeah. But it's it's flubber. Yeah. It's a. I think they made a, it with like marshmallows and paint. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, and then. Velasca grabs it one-handed, brings it up to her face, and instead of just taking a big fucking bite out of it instantly, yeah. she sniffs it and like has a sort of orgasmic reaction. I know it's about meant to smell good and all that crap, but yeah, whatever. it's like never first rule of villainy. Don't, you know, just just get on with it. Don't, don't stop to gloat. Don't wallow in your success. But Glo- because she does, is, uh. because she chooses to do that, like an idiot, it gives Zena and Gabrielle's body a chance to jump onto the mm. rope underneath her and shake her a bit so that she loses purchase on it. Ha ha! You dropped ah. it, you dumb bitch. So she drops the ambrosia, it kind of bounces it off or slides down Gabrielle's body. Down. There goes the ambrosia into the fiery pit, and there goes Velasca onto the spikes of doom yeah rusty spikes it's not nice is it there's a sort of meat it's not, sound it's not ideal is it happening meat sound yeah oof that's evocative isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I think she fell and then there was a sort of meat sound <laughs> well don't tell me you're not picturing it now uh, I'm picturing it mm. Just but like I'm not picturing, I'm not picturing Anthony Infantes, which you are now. <laughs> you lost the game again. <laughs> anyway, so yes. again, a bit of defeatism from everyone involved, right? Because Anthony brings the body, and Gabrielle's oh, like, it's, "Oh, it's too late." Yeah, and Oswaldus is like, "But the Ambrose has been destroyed," and she's like, "Not all of it," and then she whips some out from her bra. Yes, like, she's fishes some- out a little blob of jelly from her bra. Little- blob of jelly from her bra now Gabrielle has obviously been taking lessons from our friend Dave about where to lob bits of <laughs> delicious food stuff our, our friend our friend Dave is is not a is not a male Dave no our Dave friend Dave is the Dave that played the lyre for us a few episodes ago yes yeah and this is a story about the uh, one time she was on a date <laughs> and decided <laughs> that it would be a good idea that she would just throw cake sort of near her face and it fell down into her bra. I think it I think it was a biscuit. No, it was cake. It was cake was in the bra. Oh, that was I mean, we could ask her, but she won't remember. In bra. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, let's. Um, so yeah, uh, she sticks a bit of disgusting jelly into Zena's mouth and then now, basically... do you remember 
that this was a cause of some really unpleasant speculation about breastfeeding. Thanks for that. No, You're welcome. I don't remember that. Why the that fu- Gabrielle feeds Zena from her own breast in a life-giving gesture. <laughs> now, now you see, because a week or two ago, you threatened to remind me about um, a Star Trek fan fiction, and I thought this was the trigger for you. No, telling me about it. No, clearly. Okay. No, no. It's okay. the, the, no one's going to tell you about a disgusting Star Trek fan fiction two weeks from now. Oh, I, okay. I know what the other one is, and I know this, when you're going to tell it. I'll, I'll now tell the tell the listeners about another one. Yeah, uh, a very a classic, well known mm. Star Trek Voyager fanfic called Sustenance, mm-hmm. in which don't listen. People like this. Don't okay? listen. Good advice. Yeah, <laughs> don't slag this off. Okay, the person who wrote okay. it might still listen to podcasts. <laughs> to um, a podcast anyway, about a different so show. In this, in this fanfic, um. Mm. Janeway and Seven crash on a planet um, and they're stuck there for a really long time and there's no source of food and um, (laughs) Seven uh, reprograms her nanoprobes to make her lactate so that she can Mm. feed Captain Janeway (laughs) who is very resistant to this for some reason Now the cat I can hear in the background (laughs) is that in fact Janeway (laughs) (laughs) It's not, no it's Zathras Zathras can hear his mummy in the hallway and thinks that it should be feeding time even though it's a good two hours before uh, okay. it's due to be fed. Zathras anyway, wants out anyway, of this conversation. Well, so do I, frankly. But that, that, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a source of discussion back in the day that, that Gabrielle gave life to Xena from her breast by fishing a bit of flubber out of her bra. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Anyway, so Gabrielle's, you know, Zena's back in her body. Yay! However, she has a she has a glow up. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> it does literally glow. Um, however, yeah. deep, deep, mm. dun dun dun. Um, the vet. Yes. You know how when you you said it was a, a um, yes, an ambrosia vending, vending machine. machine. You know how sometimes like two bits of a vending machine sort of get caught. Like yeah, two, and you've got a Kit Kat just sort of teetering, just teetering at the end on of the, the edge, thing. and then a and then if someone bumps it the wrong way, it'll come down when yeah. you've not paid for it. So this is what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the two fingered Kit Kat of another lump of ambrosia, a smaller yeah. one, um, falls down, totally ignored, totally missed by everyone, uh, and yeah. lands next to the still slightly the s- moving fingers of Velasca. I was going to say the twitching corpse, but she's not actually quite she's a corpse. Not a corpse state. yet. Yeah. No. <laughs> Importantly, she's, she's lying there in a in tremendous pain. Yeah, they just left to her death. there. Say that again. They just left her there. They just in left t- her in yeah. terrible pain. Horrible. Yeah, death. they just left her there. Yep. Wow. Yep. But she can take it, man. She can take it. Well, sadly, she can. Yeah, but set up for next week. You know she's get she's inching towards the leftover ambrosia. Anyway, yes. so now the, the episode ends. They're sitting round a campfire. Everyone's saying their goodbyes. Autolycus gets the "You're a good man, Frank." Uh, line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then this is a classic, right? I've written this down, right? Yeah. 
Uh, Gabrielle says, promise me you'll never die on me again. And Zena says, oh, I promise. Now, this is a fucking uh, lie. Do not promise things that you... Don't don't make promises you can't keep, Zena, you fucking liar. This is like... Mm. How many more times does she die in this series? Like three or four? <laughs> That's it's a lot. There are many more deaths more, and resurrections to come. More deaths than most people are entitled to. Most people manage one. Yeah. Seriously, Zathras, shut the fuck up. No, don't talk back to me, son. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a scandalised look. Uh, we're going to have to credit him as guest <laughs> he'll have, he'll, I don't think I can cut all that out. I don't think I can be bothered, like... Seriously, I don't think I can even be bothered trying to cut him out, so... Nah, leave him. Leave him in. Yeah, <laughs> just leave him in. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's the end of the episode and the beginning of a million fanfics. Yes. Yes, indeed. The only only other thing I'd written here uh, sort of has this promise me you'll, you'll never die on me again. And she says, oh, I promise. <laughs> and then I've written, having having obviously just watched... Doctor Who before I watched the episode. <laughs> I'm teasing you. <laughs> she this... is teasing because she's gonna die again. This is this is now the second time that Xena has died on Gabrielle. Yes. You know. Second time within about three months. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know Gabrielle's why she's gonna stop extracting this promise is gonna do much. No. So oh, Gabrielle, oh Xena's dead again. Ugh, whatever. Oh, yeah doesn't matter yeah it's all good she'll regenerate <laughs> seriously zathras could you shut the fuck up for two minutes we're nearly done okay i promise i promise i promise promise hey, dead man now shut up right okay sorry <laughs> let's let's go back because we cut sort that of went bit. a bit lame there <laughs> <laughs> anyway so this is like um this is a really really popular moment for the when did Zena and Gabrielle become more than friends question yes yeah you know because like the question are Zena and Gabrielle more than friends is is a rhetorical one you don't need to answer that the the answer is obvious um but yeah the when when did it happen you know this is a very obviously this is a popular yeah and obviously an extremely popular moment for yeah. To answer that question, I think it might have happened before. I suppose we've got the the symmetry of the kiss thing is quite good because he had the the kiss that wasn't quite on Gabrielle's wedding day when Zena mm-hmm. goes goes in to kiss her cheek and uh, misses a little bit. Slightly corner um, of the mouth affair. Yeah, and then this kiss interrupted, like proper snog, but interrupted by mm-hmm. Autolycus going, "Oh, hang on." Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this, I think this was a moment that a lot of people said, "No, they really, they really seriously are playing up to this. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely, definitely a thing now." Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh my god! Here's the fucking cat again. Oh god. Oh. Oh. You are you, my boy, are an absolute pain in the arse. Although you are very fluffy and adorable. Mm. very stupid and annoying as well he's trying to close the laptop by rubbing it well no I can see I just had a little (laughs) (laughs) right okay so rating for this episode please oh 10 yeah of course no no two ways no two ways I mean this is like an 11 
you know I mean like, <laughs> yeah turn it up to 11 <laughs> doesn't even matter like you could the whole rest of the episode could have been dog shit and as long mm. as you've got that two and a half minute scene in the middle yeah. the scene the scene the scene um that well, needs on no introduction ha- like <coughs> seriously yeah however I don't think the rest of the episode was dog shit I think it was good nope. all the way through I think we've got all that Amazon yeah. nation stuff and the, the schism and yeah I um, thought that all that yeah. Amazon politics stuff yeah. was like um a lot more interesting to me this time around than it used to be same <laughs> so same. <laughs> but yeah so yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah. top class episode so so we leave with Zena back in her body all's right with the world except we've seen Velasco's hand reaching for the ambrosia so we, so we worry another... about what's to come next episode um which is a necessary evil yeah hmm, i wonder what no. that could be about let's find out next week no we'll find but... out in two weeks oh will we because yeah because i don't know you clearly haven't noticed that today is the 20th of december um, that's I mean, right it... it is the 20th of December today <laughs> it's definitely not the 6th so yeah that was two um... weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll be taking a brief uh, a brief break over the Christmas holidays guys I know that you'll be bereft by that we will so we will not be um, we will not have uh, another episode next week which will be December 27th but we will be back with A Necessary Evil on January the 3rd when we'll be Join us then. yet until... another terrible fucking year, probably. <laughs> until then, we wish you a happy solstice. Yeah. And a merry a something. Whatever the fuck it new is. New year. Mythical, new year. legendary new year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review but only if it's a good one. Bye!